0: to Margaret. God bless you.
1: You're the answer to it all, Jesus. You wipe away all tears. You mend the broken heart. You're the answer. miracle a
2: us, oh God. You're the miracle working God. Father, we commit now this service to you. Praying, Father, that the Holy Spirit will have his divine course. Lord, that the expectation within the hearts of your children be heightened to such a degree, Lord. That we expect the supernatural moving of the Spirit. We worship you. We love you. We thank you, Lord. God open your word, bless the word, open our eyes, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Florent family, thank you, Sister Margaret, amen. You can keep on playing that, Ben. It's going to be the theme of the service. Why not expect a miracle working God? A God that can blow universes off His hands. Name each star by name. and Science will tell you it's an infinite number. That's the God we serve. And the only limitation we put on Him is our limitation. But He is unlimited. He's unlimited to meet every need in divine presence. He's unlimited. To anoint you with the Holy Ghost. He's unlimited to fill a people with the Spirit of God. He's unlimited. He's unlimited. You might put God in a box and say, Well, Brother Tom's gonna to preach a certain way. I would I would love that the Holy Spirit would come down. Where the Holy Spirit comes and the minister couldn't even minister. Wouldn't that be a wonderful expectation to have? we're moving into those times and I believe you get what you expect and I'm expecting great things this morning we want to remember brother Ed not feeling well in body pray that the pastor be strengthened pray that God will bless the man of God also there's an announcement that we need to make this morning especially for a young man that's standing here where's brother Ellie where are you Ellie are you here hiding away Come, come out so we can see you. In fact, come up here. Praise the Lord. Come up here. Amen. Amen. has to go all the way. Come on up here. Don't be afraid. We're your brothers and sisters. This is a wedding announcement. Amen. Amen. No, 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 no. If his bride sees this all the way from Rwanda Mom and dad and both sides May may they see That we appreciate and love Brother Ali Amen Now I'm going to Are you going to help me with the names? Okay Brother and sister Boaz Kakabika Kakabika, Are pleased to announce the engagement of their daughter Muriel Kakabika Kakabika. To Ali Kwazir. Son a brother and sister Emmanuel Sigua. Their wedding will be announced. God bless you, brother Alec. We're happy for you. This message produces princesses and princesses. That's what this message produces. Aren't you, aren't, you, aren't you thankful that all, we're not all tattied up and marked up? And Aren't you, aren't you thankful that the, that the cleansing power, the blood, does a wonderful work amongst us? So I'm so thankful, Brother Ellie, for you and for your faithfulness. And God has blessed you now. Amen. May God's richest blessing. I'd like to make one more announcement. Miracle worker. Brother Ron Spencer will be our camp speaker this year. Amen. I'm expecting great, 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 great things. I said, Brother Ron, you're going to get tired of me. I said, we've been in China together. We've been in Switzerland together. Now you're coming to speak our camp. I said, I'm looking forward to a wonderful time. He loves you with a great love, and we love him with a great love. And we're thankful. What God's doing in our midst Amen I trust you're hungry this morning Nice to see the church full Nice to see you in your position God bless you all I I, I trust you put In an order Um, Has anybody ever gone to a restaurant Hungry and not put an order in? I, I mean that's a simple question to ask But you know Last time I checked, every every time I went to a restaurant with you somewhere and you're hungry, you ordered something. So if you're hungry for the things of God, put your order in. See what the Lord will do this morning. He is indeed a miracle-working God. Standing now, we would like you to turn, take your Bibles. Thank you, musicians. Thank you you take your Bibles, we'll be reading out of Isaiah, one, one, uh, one verse. Isaiah 65, verse 24. Brother ram said, In the unrecognized presence of God, Oh, the greatest pleasure I know, to pray until I realize I'm in the presence of God and recognize it. I think that ought to be the thrill of the church. Is the presence of the Holy Spirit. Seeing God that made the promise. Standing amongst us. Feeling his presence. Seeing his word. Seeing it vindicated. It ought to give faith to make cripples walk. Blind see. Deaf hear. And dumb speak. And I want to say this morning. He's the same yesterday. Today and forever. I'm not limiting God. As we preached on Wednesday night. The challenge that we have is to present a present tense God. That's our challenge. Is to present a present tense God. A God that is present now. And watch God move for a mother or a father supernaturally. You might not have even expected what God's going to do this morning. And God turn a world upside down. And that's my God. That's who I serve, Brother Mucci. That's who I love. That's why we come to church, to see the Holy Spirit have his divine course and divine way. Can we read the verse together? It'll be Isaiah 65, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. Before they call, I will answer. Did everybody read that scripture this morning? Before you call, I'm going to answer. Before you even ask, I'm going to answer. God's an omnipotent God. He knows what you're thinking right now. He knows what you'll be thinking five minutes from now. He knows whether you're in the service or you're out working. So if we're in service and we're putting our time in and we want God to do something for us, then before you call, I will answer. That's my kind of God I serve while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Sometimes we get down to a point where we wonder, does God hear us? Well, here's a scripture that will kill the devil there. See, Jesus defeated Satan with the word. It doesn't change. And so then if you need to defeat Satan, the word has the answer. The word has the answer. So now, let's say this morning, Brother Tim prayed, Brother Derek read some very dire needs. Do you don't think God knew that before it was penned down? He did. He knows what you have need of this morning. He even knows right now, before you ask for it. So I'd like you to bow your heads. I'd like you to ask for something before God. With our heads bowed, Lord, as we start this service, we'll take you at your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. How powerful is our God? Dorothy, God knew exactly what you would ask for right at that that, moment, right there. Right at that moment. He knew before. Because I'd already spoken a few sentences and made an introduction. And in that introduction, you didn't know that I was going to ask you to bow your head. You didn't have a clue where the preacher was going to go. And then all of a sudden he asked you to. But God knew then before you would call. So did you call? Did somebody ask for something? Did you ask for something? I'm being very serious this morning. Did you ask for something? Did you ask our Lord Jesus for something on your behalf then my Bible says he will answer so count the number of people here you want to know about miracle Saints he's a miracle working God before you call I'm gonna answer you God's not a liar he's not a man that he should lie so you might as well rejoice this morning Say, my backslidden son needs a baptism of the Holy Ghost. My backslidden daughter, she needs an experience with God. Or my mother, or my father, whatever the case may be. If you called. Whether Tim prayed. Scripture. His word won't we turn to him void. Scripture, Todd. Scripture. So then... You might as well receive what you asked for and rejoice in it. That's why, saints, I'm not interested in a dead church. I'm only interested in a living organism because His Word's alive. (laughs) Whatever the spectrum was, from front to the back, I believe God's going to move in a supernatural way. Far above what even you've even asked or thought. There are people here that really need God. And we believe that there is a God that can meet that need. Under expectation, Brother Bram said, And today, we believe God. Expresses his word. He said, Say that it's done before it's done. Now I'm going to ask you to repeat it because the high priest can't move unless you first confess it. Say it's done before it's done. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things you can't see, taste, feel, smell, or hear. See what I mean? That's it. You expect it. And when you believe it, in your heart, you say so. This is marvelous. You say so. So the Bible says in Isaiah 65, 24, Before they call, I will answer prophet comes on the scene says say it's done before it's done scripture the lad and I shall return he said it before it was done did God answer his prayer God said sacrifice the boy but he spoke it he said the lad and I shall return God honors his word. Now we're coming to a position where the bride, realizing who she is, the lad and I shall return. What are you talking about? You just asked me to sacrifice my son. He said it's done. It's done before it's done. And I would like to have entitled the message that, but I didn't. Now you can go home and rejoice. Service over. <laughs> if you catch that, go ahead, Tim, go. Go for it. If you catch that, you got everything. I'm sorry, friends. You know, don't put God in a box. Don't put God and wait, you don't know, wait for halfway through the service. If you got it, get it. Go for it. You need an hour to get that point across now? I don't think so. I think the Holy Spirit can punctuate exactly it right to the point without the filler. And say, my God knows just what I need. My Jesus knows. If Jesus was walking here, and I, let's just say, and I'd be a poor example for, of Him. But if I was Jesus, and I just happen to be coming through Cloverdale right now, not one of you would be sitting in your seat. hmm Sorry, Jim, you wouldn't be sitting there. Because wherever I'm going, you're going to follow. Wherever I'm going, you're going to follow. I might go out that door. And I'd see a crowd of people following me out the door. Why? Because they knew that He's the one that could meet their need. So then do we come to church with that same attitude? We say, Jesus Christ is here. Then if he's the same, then the same God that can meet the need 2,000 years ago is the same God this morning that's going to meet your need. Said so before you call, I'll answer. But the trouble of it is you're expecting the answer now. Your faith is limited to your time. Your faith is limited to your time. Because you want it now. Paul Ryan, if he got it now, wouldn't have got it now. The prophet said, you're healed. And he says, I believe it. He walked out the door and he was not healed. Was he healed or was he not healed? Walked out the door and he can't see so he comes to the service, gets in the prayer line again and asks Brother Branham he says, Brother Branham, you told me I'm healed and Brother Branham turned around and said you told me you believed he says, do you believe? he says, I believe and then he said, go rejoicing ah, just a second now not only was he to believe, he was to go what? Go rejoicing. Rejoicing in his blindness or is it in his healing? He was going to get his expectation. Before he called, God already had a prophet on the scene to answer him. Is that right? He wanted healing and God provided Malachi 4. You wanted God and God provided to you Malachi 4. He just didn't send William Branham. He sent Malachi 4 to you. I'm sorry, friends. If it's not for you, he sent it for me because he knew I needed the God of William Branham. Even as a little boy, I was in Switzerland there asking a little bit of part of your testimony. Here I am as a four year old boy, parents asking me, What do you want to be, son, when you grow up? And all their friends are around them having their little cocktails. And they're expecting to be a policeman, fireman, you know, at this whatever. Doctor, lawyer, Indian chief. I don't know what they thought I was going to be. I don't go to church. We don't go to church. My mom and dad don't go to church. And here I am, a little four-year-old standing in a room, Ernie. And all, every, all the attention is on you. What do you want to be when you grow up, son? I want to be a preacher. Where, David, does that come from? Before I even called, the prophet was on the scene. Praise the Lord. So now, Paul Ryan, you're healed. Sister Amelia, I always enjoy you sitting there, always miss it when you're not there. You're healed. Oh, rejoicing. Now you feel like an idiot. Come on, let's be, let's be, let's be, you know. Praise the Lord, I'm healed. And people are mocking you, making fun of you. Why don't you start saying, I'm going to see my son in church? Well, I don't see my son. Why don't you say, I see my son in church? Before you ask, I'll answer you. Why don't you say it? And God let it go on for a while. Huh? Delivering papers. Extra, extra. Read all about it. I'm healed. And they're laughing. Look at that guy. Listen to some preacher say something. And they actually believe it. Look at him. He's blind. Day after day. Praise the Lord. I'm healed. Praise the Lord. I'm healed. Praise the Lord. I'm healed. He was healed before the foundation of the world. Before he even asked, God already had the answer. The lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. Happens to be in a barber shop. Happens to be in a barber's chair. And happens to be mocked by the barbers and happens to make that expression one more time, Brother Larry. I'm healed. And his eyes came open. He wasn't ashamed anymore, didn't feel like an idiot or anything else anymore. He felt like a believer. Praise the Lord. Say that it's done before it's done. We've just got the scripture in that one quote so far. Been rich already. Oh, but I want the deep things. And where has it gotten you? This is the deep things. I'm sorry, I don't know what you think is deep. And somebody says, well, this is deep. Yeah, to me, it could be shallow water. And for you, it could be a puddle. My Jesus knows whether you want a baby and can't have a baby. Whether the doctors tell you in your face you can't have it. My Jesus knows. That I've got predestinated sons before the foundation of the world. And as I told one son that was wayward, I said, if God knew your name before you came, you have to come. God knows. God knows, Ben. God knows, sick and tired of doing whatever you're doing. And you really want to be a real born-again son of the living God on fire with God. Could you imagine, Ben, you in at Cloverdale on the corner down there, handing out tracts? Your dad would say, what happened to my son? Nathan, same thing. You say, well, Brother Tom, why would you say that? Because I did. We did. He's the same yesterday, today, and Forever oh, I didn't have computer games or I didn't have things that attracted or allured me, but there were other things. And as I said on Wednesday night where they used the quote often, well, the kids today have it 10 times worse than they did when we were kids. But they failed to get the other quote where Brother Bram said, the end time message always meets the end time condition. So, there's no excuse the word will open to battle the devil every time. No excuses. Word bride. Church is, the, her, is his triumph, is his victory. It is the truth. He knows exactly what we need. So, I thought I'd just look up knows. God knows. How many times did Brother Bram say, God knows? God knows. God knows that you kneeled by your bed last night, or God knew that you're by your chair this morning by your office. God knew that you're praying as you're going down the road. God knew that you're singing that song and it touched your heart and tears are going down your cheek. God knows. God knows 5,179 times. Jesus knows, 2979 times. The Lord knows 2,291 times. Throughout so the message, just on those just short quotes, I looked up very quickly, 10,449 times. God is telling you, He knows. He knows. He knows everything. He knows your complexes. He knows your problems. He knows your family lineage. He knows. Brother Bram said he knows because he knew your great-great-grandfather. He knowed that you married your great-great-grandmother to make you exactly what you are. Don't complain what you are. God made you for a specific purpose, Brother Ben, And nobody's going to fill that spot. Do I hear an amen? amen. He knows. And so I just started to quickly write down. He, he knows. And Brother Branham kept on saying. He said, now that wasn't me. That was him. So it wasn't Brother Branham knew. It was God knew. Through the vessel. So he said, he knows. You've got a broken back. He knows that you're deaf and dumb. He knows and he can foresee he knows your, ch- your child has a mental disability he knows you got heart trouble he knows you got a blood problem he knows you need a healing right now he knows all about it <laughs> glory to God people go to counselors psychologists psychiatrists self-help books you don't need one of them Well, you say, well, everybody else has this Bible. And they got Christian psychologists. Christian counselors. But they don't have this. <laughs> We're we'll willing get into that. Every answer you need he's already got the answer there for you (laughs) Messiah was to come Jesus was to come Redeemer was to come foretold in Genesis that he would come prophesied in Isaiah he would come hundreds of scriptures 300 and some that the messiah would be coming God knew so just so to help you no know, what did he send a forerunner <laughs> God sent a forerunner to forerun Messiah. And you can't have a forerunner unless there's people that follow. A forerunner. Do you get that? So, how do you forerun something if nobody follows? And so John fulfilled the prophecy that he would be a a voice crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prophecy. Messiah is coming. Introduce him. And in 1 John 1 and 35 says again the next day after John stood, two of his disciples looking on Jesus as he walked said... Behold the Lamb of God. And two of the disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. That has been a bewilderment to me, Brother Tim. Really, honestly. John was the forerunner. God had Israel's answer. And they help, you know, anybody had a tutor? Well, thank you, Jordan. You mean. Anybody had a tutor? I, I need tutoring. Okay? We tutor. Jeremy, tutor. What does a tutor do? Tutor helps you get it. Right? right? You didn't get it the first time. You get it again. It helps you get it. Right. So God was giving them the answer. He's trying to help them get it. So he sent a forerunner. And John had a following. Prophesied for Israel. Voice crying in the wilderness. It doesn't say how many disciples John had, but I'm sure he had more than two. But then, when John introduced the Lamb of God, who was their answer, (laughs) how many followed him? I can't, that's what I don't understand. And then you see today, lots of people followed William Branham. But did they go on to follow the Lamb of God of William Branham? People get stuck on the man. But he wasn't pointing us to himself. He was pointing us to the Lamb of God. That's your answer. So looking unto Jesus, said, behold the Lamb of God. Why didn't the whole crew just jump up and follow Jesus? Only two, the Bible says. Mark says this way, in the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it's written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before my face, which shall prepare the way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way the Lord, make his path straight. Forerunner. Forerunner. Because there is going to be those that will follow the forerunner. Right. Or you don't have a forerunner. A forerunner. Can I help you what a forerunner is? Anybody know what a forerunner is? Forerunner. Forerunner. Somebody, somebody runs. But where did the word come from? A forerunner means the pre- predecessor, or he's an advanced messenger. A forerunner. He's one to show the way. Forerunner. A forerunner is one. In the ancient days, as we would call the Medes and the Greeks, or the Persians and the Greeks, they have a great battle. And the battle was called the Battle of Marathon. And with us, we know the name Marathon. And so there was a battle, it was fought, it was a hard fight. And the Greeks were outnumbered by the Persians greatly. But it's one way to fight, Saints of God, and there's another way to fight. One's fighting to plunder, another's fighting for survival in their family. Satan is fighting to plunder you. Mm -hmm. But I am fighting for my family, I'm fighting for heaven. I'm fighting for the believers. And it's a different kind of fight. You've got a determination. I'm not going to lose my wife. I'm not going to lose my children. I'm going to fight to the bitter end. Yeah. If you're fighting to plunder, well, if you don't win, you go to another city. Different kinds of fights. What kind of fighter are you? I'm determined, Derek. Brother Derek, my precious brother. I'm fighting for everything we've got for heaven. So at this battle, this battle was fought. It was a vicious battle. As we said that they were outnumbered, the Greeks were outnumbered. But finally, they started to win, Luis. They started to win. And when you start winning, you don't give up. Come on, stay with me. When you start winning a battle, you just don't start to win and then give up. When you're starting to win, you're going for the juggler vein. You're going for the kill. You're going to win no matter what. The enemy is on the run and you keep him running. Amen. Amen. So now they're fighting for their family. They're fighting for their home. They're fighting for their children. They're greatly outnumbered, but now they're winning. And now the enemy is on a retreat. So now the city, the city is waiting to hear how the battle goes. So they send a forerunner. Well, the answer is already there before it gets to the city. The answer's already there in the battlefield. We won. But the city's anxiously waiting to hear what the result. They didn't have texting. So, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm going to say his name correctly. And so I won't even try. But this young man had already run from the city to the battle, from the battle to the city. Now he's back in the battle. He's run already three hundred miles, and so now he was trained. That's what they're trained. They're trained to for run. They didn't have telegrams. They didn't have this ran, and so he said, "I'll run." So he ran, with this, ran to the city now. Now the Persians had come to Athens. Now they'd come and, and they were now wanting to destroy the city. So they came on two fronts. And the city was ready to give up because they hadn't heard what the battle was going on. So they sent this young man with a message, this forerunner with a message. We won. But he didn't say, we won. Our country won. And so when he came into the city, he ran so hard. His heart was so bursting. He died at the exclamation, our country has won. We're victorious. And with that exclamation... The courage came to defeat the enemy on the second front. John was a forerunner. Can we turn to Hebrews, please? Chapter 6. We've already got the answer. You can't lose. Hallelujah, Brother Matt. Hebrews chapter 6, reading at verse 18. And by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay a hold upon the hope set before us. Which hope we have an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Whether the forerunner is for us entered even Jesus. So the Greeks had a forerunner and he was a young man. And died proclaiming victory. But now Paul is writing about another forerunner. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Forerunning. Remember the high priest could only go in once a year with the blood that could cover the people. Not take away sin. Only cover sin. But this was going to be now a forerunner that could go beyond the veil. Rent the veil. So that you and I could go within the veil. So that he could say, the country's won. Heaven's won. Brother Bram said, heavenly places is yours always. The forerunner is for us. Entered even Jesus made that high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Praise the Lord. What a forerunner. What a forerunner. This forerunner had, without father, without mother, without descending, descent, neither beginning of days nor end of life, was made like unto the Son of God abideth the priest continually. What a forerunner. What a Melchizedek, what a high priest that could enter. For you and I, granting you the answer what you need that's in the veil. Victory was won for the Greeks, victory was won for the redeemed. Not only was Jesus victorious, but you and I are victorious. Living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sins far away. Rising he justified, freely forgiven. Soon he is coming, oh glorious day. What a high priest. When he said it's finished, it's finished. That is your answer. When he cried on the cross, it's finished, it's over, it's done, it's complete. You can't add anything to it. Historians will tell you the three greatest words ever spoken by man were those three words. It is finished. Redemption's price was paid. This was sin's answer. But he answered it before it was done. He was slain before the foundation of the world. Jesus met God's justice. Redemption was complete. Price was paid. Oh, Brother Bram said this blessed hope, Christ, our forerunner, has already come. You know what a forerunner is? Something that runs before or goes ahead of Christ being our forerunner. Then he's the forerunner of your salvation. He came to earth to be an example to the church. That the church has to finish his work and continue in his work and complete his work. As he fulfilled all prophecy of the Old Testament, this bride fulfills all prophecy of the New Testament. That it was a great burden that the word fulfilled the word. Jesus was the word fulfilling New Old Testament word. But now the bride is the word fulfilling the New Testament word. And just to help you on the way, just to help you, just to help you. You've already won. Just, just, just to help you here. The battle's already won. The devil's on the run and why don't you keep on letting him run? I, you know, you see some people, they get a victory on a service, uh, maybe a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or a Wednesday night. They get a victory, and all of a sudden, Satan comes at them Thursday morning. What changed? What changed? Nothing's changed. The devil's the devil. God is God. If he met you there, he'll go with you all the way. The only thing that changes is your feelings. And we do not go by feelings. We go by faith. And Satan will just heap these things, this problem, this situation right away on you. This thing, this thing, this thing. It doesn't change it. God's in control. God is in control of your situation and my situation. He's been our forerunner, showing us. He's our answer and he's our victory. Amen. A Jewish high priest could only go in one a year, once a year, under the ordinance of a man. I love how the Bible says this here: that now that Jesus, when he went as our forerunner, for every high priest is ordained to offer a gift when he goes, to offer a gift, a blood, atonement, once a year. Every high priest has to have a gift. This high priest was the gift. Glory! This high priest, after the order of Melchizedek, was God's gift. He's our gift. He's our forerunner. But the Bible said in Melchizedek, the great prince, a forerunner of what? He's a forerunner of your salvation. He's a forerunner of your physical healing. Hallelujah. He's a forerunner. Then there's other coming behind him. By his stripes I am healed. He's a forerunner of your spiritual salvation. Forerunner. How can you be up today and down the morrow? How can a believer that's born again by the word walk from the word? you can't, you never were the word I'm sorry friends, get it right down to the word if you are the word, you stay with the word does everybody understand that? you're born again by the incorruptible seed of God you're born again by the word and the word cannot leave the word people come, people go well, they weren't born again by the word but he is our forerunner of our physical healing of our spiritual welfare for he was wounded for our transgression bruised for our iniquities and the chastisements of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed the forerunner of our salvation has already entered in to give you the assurance Blessed assurance. He's already entered even Jesus, Jehovah Savior. He's forerun you. And there's followers. Who's a follower? Who's running after the forerunner? Even Jesus. Even Jehovah Savior. Leading the way. Can you imagine now? Here's Jesus, even Jesus, a forerunner, forerunning us. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before that great and dreadful day of the Lord. And there, Brother Bram said on that cold day on the Ohio River, a fire came down from heaven. And said, as John the Baptist foreran the first coming of Christ, your message will forerun the second coming of Christ. What good is a forerunner if nobody's going to come behind him? And you might as well say, my forerunner is Jesus, and I'm going right behind him. I'm following every step of the way. Used to sing a song, I'm following Jesus. Each step of the way. Can you imagine now God coming down in this generation? Bring a rape home. God coming down in this generation, Todd. God coming down in this generation. Leading us to a rapture. And I wonder how many people on the face of the earth with over 6 billion people can actually catch what I just said. Only two came and followed Jesus. Many people follow William Branham. And they say they follow him, but they don't do what he says. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love this message, which is Christ, then you'll do what this message says. Not what you think it says. And that's why when I was even away in Switzerland. I love that. I, I love that. I that um, can you say um parable. Where that war orphan from Finland. That little girl. That had that crippled leg. That had to draw it up. And, 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 and she passed by. Brother Branham passed by her. And she kissed brother Branham's coat. You know the story. She kissed the coat. And, and Brother Bram said, "God, well, God bless you, little honey. And she said, kitos, kitos, kitos. He said, God bless you, little honey. And he said, oh, he said, and he turned around. He said, if I could heal you. He said, and at the, he said because of her attitude. And he turned around and he saw her healed. But the soldiers were already pushing him to, the, to the, go to the uh, auditorium. And he said, she couldn't hear me. And she was going, "kitos, kitos." And he says, you're healed, you're healed. The answer was already there. Saints of God, let's catch it this morning. The answer has already been given us. You are the rapture. The rapture is in you. So he got pushed into the meeting and had the meeting. Can you imagine? The meeting could have gone on for an hour and a half, Brother Ernie. Maybe in two hours. Who knows what it was? Then a prayer line came up. <clears throat> prayer line came up. And he's praying and praying and praying. And the brother said, Brother Bram, you know, it would get weak. And he says, as virtue went out of Jesus, virtue went out of him. And, and, and they said, Brother Bram, we got to go. He said, oh, just a couple more. And he says, as providence would have it. Here comes this little war orphan, kicking the leg, moving it forward. And he turned to his interpreter, and he said to the interpreter, Say what I say. And I think that's a pretty good exclamation, Brother Tim. Say what I say. So the interpreter had to say what the prophet said. And so he said, Tell her she's already been healed. Glory! Before she asked, before she asked, the answer was there! Hallelujah, Ben! Before you ask, the answer's there! He said, Honey, you're already healed. They took that little brace off her leg and off she walked. God had the answer! I want to say to you this morning, God has your answer. He sent a forerunner in this day to forerun his second coming. We are in his second coming. We're following Jesus. And in that veil is the Shekinah glory. Brother Derek, Shekinah glory, it's for you. It's for Debbie. It's for your girls. It's for your family. In that veil is your answer. It's not under the order of man. Where man makes certain ordinances that they had to do certain things. This is after the order of Melchizedek. Without beginning of days or ending of life. What a forerunner we have. And what is your problem? Nothing. Brother Tom, you have a problem? My, my foot started aching again, and this woman from Devil, 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 Devil. Man, I was sick on Monday, wimping and whining. I don't tell Joanne I'm sick. No, no, I'm married long enough now. Men that are just married, Victor, I'm helping you here. This will help you. She's not here get up. Start confessing your healing. How many times have I heard that? <laughs> so I said, might as well do it. Yeah. Might as well do it. I, I can't hardly have a... <laughs> I get back from Switzerland. I can barely squeak out a, voice, a, a, a note. i just finished preaching like I am now. A little bit uh, perspiring. And they take me up top of a mountain. You know what that does to a guy that has a voice problem?
0: I'm, I'm stopped.
2: Huh? So then, Monday, I, I, you know, I'm licking, them, I'm licking my wounds. Tuesday, I come to church, and you know, I sort of stumble into Murphy's office. Murphy, why don't you take service hey. for me? Oh, no way, no way, no way! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother Murphy. But you know what? It helps you fight. It helps you fight. So you come to church Wednesday night, you're just preaching, God helps you preach. You come Sunday, I'm still, you you say, a little punky or feeling, hey, but right now I'm feeling great. I want to stay within the veil. I want to stay in the presence of God. And in His presence, the supernatural is being done. Hallelujah. Whether it be up in the balcony or down here below, my God can do anything this morning. It's more than an expression. If you need a spiritual healing, why don't you just reach out and say, Lord, I need a spiritual awakening. Hallelujah. I need a physical healing. You can raise up and you can testify. Jesus, you're my forerunner. You're my answer. Hallelujah. Glory! Your mummies and daddies, you got teenagers, you should be standing to your feet. My son needs a spiritual awakening. Don't get embarrassed, saints. One day you'll either stand before the presence of God, robed in his righteousness, or you'll stand there before billions and ushered into another dimension. I would rather stand in the presence of God with my hands raised saying that Shekinah glory that forerunner went in for me and I claim whatever's in this glory hallelujah hallelujah he's the way maker he's the miracle worker that's what we sang before we came to this service hallelujah not just the service, saints of God. Now we're in the presence of I the I am, angels all around us. Amen. Hallelujah. I would want that great host of witnesses cheering me on, saying, "You can believe it, and before you even ask, he's got your answer. Hallelujah. My answer is Jesus. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how well you feel. If you went by your feelings, as I would go by my feelings, I'd be nowhere. Right, Brother West? If it was by our feelings, what the doctor told us, we wouldn't even be sitting here right now. But by faith, we claim the promise of God. I don't care what the doctors say. I know what King Jesus said. I'll take his diagnosis any Amen, amen, amen. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of peace. He's the king Melchizedek. Brother Bram said when he came, because Melchizedek became Jesus Christ. And when he became Jesus Christ, he said he became king of kings. What a, what a God we serve. Same one that met Abraham's, that same one that's meeting you this morning. Oh, he swore by himself for the ram. Said, "Now watch, whereas the forerunner. Oh my, oh my, my! Just look here, looky here. I never noted this, noticed this. Look at this verse here, twentieth verse. What a wonderful thing! (laughs) You say, but Tom, why would you even read that? Because when I read it the first time, I was thrilled. Second time, I'm thrilled. The third time, I'm thrilled. A prophet's thrilled. I'm thrilled. He said, look at that. What a wonderful thing. The forerunner entered in for us. Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And remember, Brother Bram said when Melchizedek came on the scene, that was when Abraham started to look for a city whose builder and maker was God. At the end of Brother Bram's ministry, he preaches a message called, What? Who is this? Not that Melchizedek stay with me. Who is this Melchizedek? So then if this Melchizedek is here this city has to be coming down. Hallelujah. That's our absolute answer. What do you think about that, Josh? What do you think about it? You happy about that? I am too. He said, oh, what a wonderful thing. Jesus, our forerunner. He said to me, after a high priest, forever after the order of Melchizedek, the forerunner, the man that went before us, one come and took our place, none other but God himself. God himself come down, made himself a man for a forerunner to prove to his people. He swore by an oath he was going to do it. He swore he was going to save us. He swore he would do it. He swore these things to us, and by himself he could swear by no other. So if God swore by himself, there's nothing that's going to stop it from coming to pass. Amen, Sister Rebecca. You believe for mother. You believe for mother. He's a miracle-working God. God knows no distance, time, or space. He's an omnipotent God. He's an ever-present God. Hallelujah. He's the forerunner. It was God himself that swore by himself. He came down and was made a forerunner. He made himself a forerunner. He entered in here in this world, lived in in this world. Sin all around him, above sin, because he trusted God, which was right. He went down to die as a sinner, nailed to the cross. Every physical thing showed that he was dead. They beat him. They hung him up there. He bled enough to kill him. They came around. He was dead. The heavens declared He was dead. The earth said He was dead. Everything said He was dead. He died under the hands of Jehovah. That's right. The full penalty and justice. God required justice and that's right. He cried. He slept. He rejoiced with us like a man. He laid out there on the cross and He died. He was, he was um, uh, uh, speared by the spear. He, blood poured from His body. He was wrapped in cloth and put in the grave and was in the grave for three days and nights and his soul went to hell and the Bible said so. Yes, sir. Are you following the forerunner? Are you following him? Let's follow him now. And when he rose again, glory, if he's my forerunner, he's your forerunner. If he went to hell for you and rose again, you will rise again. Glory! possible for you not to rise again he rose and I was in him and if that doesn't make a Christian filled with the Holy Ghost to rejoice and open his mouth and say praise our God I don't know what will say. Something has to be spiritually wrong that you can't praise our God who was your forerunner who went to the cross, went to the grave, went to hell and rose again. Hallelujah. I died with him. I went to the grave with him. I went to hell with him and I rose with him. Hallelujah.
0: Glory!
2: Glory! Glory! God can do anything at this moment right now! Hallelujah! My way maker, he made the way. He's my forerunner all the way! glory. This is what we're praying about, John Manasseh. This is what we're praying about. God start moving in the church. Hallelujah. Mothers get on their knees before God. My daughter really needs an experience. Don't get quiet. Don't get quiet. He's your forerunner. He's your forerunner. You've got too many testimonies here where wayward sons are back rejoicing in the presence of God. Wives, husbands. Hallelujah, JJ. You keep believing. Hallelujah. I'd rather have somebody standing here rejoicing. And sitting back and just saying, hmm, entertain me a little bit more. Entertain me a little bit more. I'd rather you pull in that inner veil and say, now, now this is what I've been praying for. I've been praying for a meeting just like this. Hallelujah. You don't even know what's going on. Brother Bram. often said, well, you were in the prayer line. You're already healed. Before you came here, you're already healed. You don't even know what God's doing in the pew. You don't even know what God's doing in your life. But in his presence, the supernatural is being done. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, we need you. He rose again. He wouldn't let his Holy One see corruption. And he's not going to let you see corruption. You're not going to be corrupted in Laodicea. He never saw corruption. His bride will never see corruption. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's my promise, saints. He rose that third day. His body never said, ah corruption. We're in Laodicea and its perversion and all its wickedness. We will not see corruption. Hallelujah. We will not see corruption neither his soul stayed in hell he rose him up on that third day for our justification ascended him up on high for our justification living he loved me, dying he saved me buried he carried my sins far away If, if there's somebody here that's never said praise the Lord before, do me one favor say it right now, praise the Lord no, you've done it before I want people that have never praised the Lord before say, praise the Lord. So everybody said it. Well then keep saying it. Keep it up. We're high priests. We're high priests. Hallelujah. After the order of Melchizedek, hallelujah, glory and honor and praise His holy name glory be to Jesus hallelujah he entered the veil so that you could be in the veil he entered it, we are, we are high priests, kings and priests unto God brother John hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, he passed the ribbon nail where the glories never fail. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Before you called, he was already your answer before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said that forerunner did not stay on earth, that forerunner ran to heaven. If he went to heaven, you are going to heaven. He's leading the way, every step of the way. Lead me, O faithful forerunner. This forerunner isn't going to die at the throne of the king. This forerunner is going to sit on the throne of the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Musicians, why don't you come? Why don't we just keep on praising him this morning? Praise his holy name. He's my way maker. He's my healer. Oh, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh upon this body of Christ here. We bless your name, Lord. We bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were born to praise Him. We were born to worship Him. We were born for a purpose, to show to this world, this bride will not put on corruption, but this corruption will put on incorruption. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. He's a worthy God. He's a worthy one. And we praise his holy name. We bless your name. We bless his name. However, the we bless your name. Just bless him, say. I bless
0: your
2: is the sweetest name I know. My forerunner Jesus. He's my forerunner. He's your forerunner. Jesus is the sweetest name we know this morning. Hallelujah. As his lovely name and as why I love him so
0: for Jesus.
2: Isn't that the sweetest name? Our forerunner, even Jesus. Jesus. Love to him saying his lovely name.
0: Why I love him so for oh, Jesus is as the
2: sweetest. Thing. There's something above that name, Jesus. Your forerunner, even Jesus, He's my savior. In mass, oh, we bless Your name,
0: Lord.
2: Like the fragrance after—that's what this is right now. It's the sweetness and the fragrance of His presence. right now Father we thank you for this time God for the honesty the hearts of your children we praise you this morning we can't thank you enough Lord for what you've done for each and every one of us Lord you know our needs and you'll meet those needs before we even ask. So Lord, others have stepped to the front, maybe just to lift up their hands and give them a little bit of space to praise you. Others at their seat, lifting up their all hearts, voices to you. One glorious day will be around your throne, Lord. Glorifying the King of glory. Lord, lifting up that holy name let heavens ring with that name called Jesus. Father I'm praying that whatever the need whatever the burden, whatever the longing would be this morning you're the miracle working God and I pray Lord that you will grant to every heart that's represented here their desire. And so, Father, you said before we even ask you to answer. So we might as well just praise you, Father. Might as well thank you, Lord, for you've heard my prayer. You've heard us. And I believe you for like John Ryan did. I'll keep praising you, Lord. I'll keep glorifying you. I'll keep confessing the promise of God. Though to the world we seem crazy, but according to the Word of God, we say it's life. So Father, I pray your blessing upon your children this morning. I pray that the Word of God would have strengthened and edified them and built them up into the faith. And as we return tonight, Lord, Brother Michael will be speaking. I pray that you'll anoint him also. Lord, we're not satisfied with just one move. We want move after move after move after move of God. Then we can say, swing low, sweet chariot. Take us home. Take your waiting bride away, Lord, for that's what we're waiting and longing for. Let that revelation strike all of our hearts. I ask that your blessing go with your children now. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I'm going to set our wings to the winds of faith. Hallelujah. Just set them this morning. There's already your need this morning? What's your That's what we were preaching about. We've got the answers. What we will do it's what we'll believe God bless you for your faithfulness and for your pulling if God's not finished and you wish to stay you just stay you need to leave well you just make your way out you're dismissed in Jesus name but we love his presence no different than when those deer were on that mountain with that prophet and he could have shot them he said go I give you your life And they wouldn't leave. They wouldn't leave. You know why they wouldn't leave? He said, because they love the presence of the Lord. And that's the way this seems sometimes. We have services and the presence of the Lord comes. We just don't want to leave. I know some must, and so you're dismissed. And if you want to linger and praise Him, you just go ahead and do that. Give Him all the praise. Just remember, before you call, He's already answered. He's already answered. It's on the way. God bless you. God be with you. Michael Ray will be speaking this evening. Till we meet again, five o'clock. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Set you.